Hopefully everything good today without any technical difficulties like we've been having. Uh, what's up, everybody? I know there's already a few in here. And we'll see who stops in. You know, all that good stuff. LED handyman, user tablet. Uh, the thing is, I updated my phone, and I like the quality that I, that I get out of it for the YouTube stream. So I was like, yeah, I'll use my 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 iPad for the Instagram uh, feed because I wanted to be able to do Instagram too. It doesn't let me. It only lets me stream on TikTok, and I'm not too fond of that at the moment. Still trying to figure out the TikTok thing. Uh, commercial Kitchen Chronicles in the building. I wish it was easy to stream from PC to Instagram. Yeah, I wish Instagram would let you do other things because even like like the streaming platforms uh, like Streamlabs or StreamYard, whatever uh, you use, I think you can only stream to YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. You can't do Instagram's like super stingy with that stuff. What's up, Ray? Hughesman, what's up, man? How's work over there? Slow? Uh, you get no heat yet? Just maintenance? What are you all up to? Uh, gonna wait a little bit to let everybody come in, as usual. And I do have some press stuff with me. So, um... Yeah, if you guys are new here, please subscribe. This is a live stream on the Reliable HVACR channel. I rip the audio and it does get uploaded to the Reliable HVACR podcast. It is up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically everywhere you can listen. Just uh, finished updating my profile to get it out everywhere. And I appreciate the support. I didn't know if anybody was going to use the podcast, but it is, it is getting used, listened to, so I appreciate anybody who tunes in. Like, if you can't watch it live, if you can't stay for the whole video, if you don't want to replay the whole video, because then we end up being here for like two hours, because um, you guys have me talking this whole time. Uh, I usually try to keep it an hour, but it ends up running uh, close to two hours. I think we went over one time, but yeah, if you guys can't watch the video all the way through, podcast. Um, that's why we did that, or why I did that, so you can listen to it on a drive, podcasts are great for that. I need to get back into listening to the podcasts that I follow. I follow uh, Pat's, which is Commercial Kitchen Chronicles, I have followed the HVAC Tactical one, uh, HVAC Know-It-All, all the major ones, and then I have have a few on my list that I want to try, because there's so many HVAC podcasts. Uh, out there now so let's see I think we got people in already so yeah uh, this week HVAC boss what's up dude um, right now I'll get to the chat leave your questions comments we were talking about um, press tools because I I did get one and I haven't used it yet because we had a few um, 
changeouts that were pushed back. So a lot of some of my customers, uh, they have budgets. So if they're like, I think they ended up ordering the the coils that they needed. So I think I have an evaporator coil to do. I didn't get to use it on the condenser that I had recently because it, I didn't have the kit in time, the press kit. So we have an evaporator. I want to test it on, on that. I also kind of want to do it on my own system because I do have some things that, to do on mine and I got to uh, pump it down and move it out. Probably hook it back up with the press tool. Uh, the only bad thing is we have a Goodman. I mean, I think that's, everybody can say that's a bad thing, but it, the filter dryers on the inside. So I'd have to cut it out and do all that. So I've been kind of putting it off. But yeah, if you guys have used press tools, if you're thinking about it, I want to know your guys' uh, opinion on it. Uh, a while back, I had used the ZoomLock Push, and I know a lot of people had strong opinions on this. So uh, if you guys have opinions on them, if you guys have experience with the press fittings, because that's the one that I'm trying to get into now, uh, let me know. Uh, I have used these with good luck and bad luck, but it was mostly my uh, error the first time. You just don't, I would not recommend any of these fittings anywhere on the discharge line. Uh, it gets way too hot. Um, at the time, I didn't realize that it was, that it had a dirty condenser. Obviously, uh, if you've never cleaned it, clean the coils. That's always... That's always an issue that gets overlooked, so please. And I, I think I recorded a video recently about it. If, you've, if you have never yourself cleaned the coil that you're working on and you're getting like weird pressures, or your pressures look normal, they might be elevated, and it's not cooling efficiently, it's taking too, too long to cool, something like that, clean your uh, coils, uh, especially the condenser. Uh, we have a lot of construction going on right now, and it's really bad for the uh, condensers out here. They're just sucking up all the dirt. Timers go out a lot because uh, a lot of them have that grassland uh, style timer. Uh, you know, the one with the board and the little uh, white timer on it. And those just end up sticking because all the dirt gets in there. It sucks up everything. Um, so yeah, if you guys have experience with that uh, press stuff, like I said, whether it's RLS, Zoom Lock, uh, the other one I think is Streamline that I've seen a lot. And I've seen that one over on TikTok. There is a guy over there who I think probably works with them. Um, that's what happens with a lot of the, uh, you know, the big accounts. They get sponsored or whatever. And he swears by it because it's a double O-ring. And he thinks it's a good backup. Like having two O-rings on the press tool. I want to say it's hard copper and it's going to be more comparable to the ZoomLock uh, Zoom Max. Uh, they use hard copper and a different method for pressing, and RLS uses soft copper basically to bond the two, uh, the copper that you're working on, the line set, and the coupling itself, which I think is a better route, just in my opinion. Uh, George, finding bad heat kit relays on maintenances. Yeah, it's that time, maintenance. Um, 
season. I had one. The only bad thing is they uh, rushed me. They uh, make me do or like log in on their uh, app. It's called Zenput. It's like some sort of task manager app. So as soon as it gets in there, I have like a month or so to do it. So that was my month last month. And, uh, you know, you fix or you spot what you can, you correct what you can and uh, make sure you clean them out good. Uh, we don't use heat that often down here. Mostly if, if heat season comes around and it's like 40 or so outside, uh, most places are just going to turn off their ACs. Uh, even at the house, we don't really run our, our heater that much. And that's just because it's mostly warm in the day. And it's only at night when it's really, like, cold here. And uh, even then, like, people like it because it's, it's hot all the time. So then they're like, oh, it's, it's nice outside. Leave the AC off. Um, let the cool air in. Open up a window. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, Pat had no idea had a podcast. I'll follow now. Yeah, I don't advertise it that much, except here on the uh, live stream. I, I should probably post about it. Um, but I had good reception from it. And like I said, as long as people keep showing up to these live streams, I'll keep doing them. I'm trying to have a topic every week. But like I said, the chat does get pretty uh, filled with questions and topics that I just, you know, I like talking uh, about what's in the chat. So as long as people keep showing up, uh, we'll keep doing this. And just thought it'd be easier if I can rip it to a podcast format. So make sure to check that out. Uh, make George, making sure customers are ready for heating season. I have some uh, systems that I just ran into that don't even have heaters. So we got to recommend that and it's up to them. They probably won't even want it, uh, to be honest, because uh, like I said, we don't really use it that much here. Uh, we have a lot of electric heating, hardly ever see any gas heating. Uh so the only thing is when we have to order a new unit for a customer or even like some of them buy their own equipment, the heaters are always the thing that, that's missing. Like uh, that's been a lot of them have been on uh, back order. So I don't know if that's the reason that some of these uh, systems I find don't have any heaters, but they uh, like I ran into one location the other day that I was trying to rewire their um thermostat wire but they were using a five I think it was a five strand and I needed I needed more wires so I usually put in a seven uh, thermostat wire but I was trying to get them by and then I was like oh I'll just take the the W off because I didn't even they, it wasn't hooked up to anything had no heaters so use a W for what I needed to and uh, I've had some customers that I go up there and then they're like, hey, the heat's the heat's not working, because we like I said, every now and then we do have like a freeze situation where it's like under thirty, under twenty, but it's it's very rare and it only happens for a couple days or something. So I did have one time that they wanted the heating because they they have like a banquet 
uh, room or something. So they always have parties and meetings and different things. So we went up there and then we ripped it apart, took off the panels. And I'm like, dude, you have no heaters and the units weren't that old. So apparently, you know, they get these uh, units. Sometimes the company, whoever puts it in, kind of takes advantage, doesn't tell them everything. And it's like, you know, they'll find out when they try to turn it on. Uh, let's see. Now, Vester, what's up, dude? Glad to have you in here. Pat, RLS is the best in the refrigeration press game. I will say that RLS, like I, I, I have a video that I kind of started recording because uh, Parker Sporlin reached out to me, and then I reached out to RLS to get a uh, comparison. I wanted to be able to, since Parker Sporlin came down to see me and talk to us at the uh, supply house. They came down to our local Johnstone. They gave me their whole side of the story, right? But they're competitors, so I don't want to believe everything from one side. So then I reached out to uh, Paul from RLS, who is always on uh, Instagram. He's always, uh, you know, hyping up everybody. He's he's a good. He seems like a good dude. And um, there's a lot of guys that use RLS on Instagram. So I reached out to him. He went ahead and said, you know, let's have a phone call. I uh, talked to him over the phone. He gave me their side of the story. So there's some things behind the scenes, you know. Um, RLS used to be with Parker Sporlin, the whole Zoom lock line and stuff. They used to be the same thing. Now they're separated. They do uh, two very different um waves of pressing so they're not they're not the same they are different and uh i'll kind of go over i do get a sample from the the zoom lock because they did a, a demo for us so i did record a few things there at the demo for the parker sporlin um zoom lock and i talked to him for a bit you know the guy was cool um they hit me up again recently so i've been talking with him um like i said rls uh, I talked to her over the phone. I got a hold of their uh, actual tool. So I do have it with me. And what was my point? Oh, yeah, that that's RLS. I've seen more of. But I know a lot of people do use a ZoomLock uh, Max. Personally, I've only used the uh, ZoomLock push fittings, which they work. Like, I don't want to knock either one. They work as long as you prep them properly. And um, just like with brazing, because like, people are like, man, it's not it's not the same. I'd rather braze, and they'll give you every excuse. But with both, pressing is quicker as far as like making the joint, because you don't have to do the whole flame around the joint. Let's say you're in a tight spot. It, let's say uh, it's hard to get a flame permit or hot permit, whatever you call it, at a hospital or something like that. Because I do hospital work. Uh, you don't want to have a flame in maybe somebody's house in the attic. You know, there's there's different reasons you don't want an open flame. That's where something like this is cool. 
Now the push fittings, I'm a little, I'm still a little skeptical on using them on like 410, uh, using them outside in the weather, different conditions. So those I only use for reaching coolers. And then, like I said, I do have a change out that I'm going to try the RLS press fittings. Um, I want to try it out on my system. We have an R22 system here. So I'm going to try them out. And if I, like I said, I'll do that soon. If I have it on my system, I can at least check it frequently, maybe bubble test it, leak test it. Just make sure that we have a no leaks and it's something that you know it's right here so i'll keep eventually that that video will come out so i'm working on it parker johnson man love your videos uh appreciate it uh we're almost at 5k i believe we're uh at 4.97k 5k was always a Big goal of mine, so I'm, I'm happy to hit that soon. Appreciate everybody who's here. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Help the channel out. Uh, everything HVAC in the building. What's up? Uh, let's see. HVAC boss. Uh, press is good for new construction, but surface, very tough. Too much, too much different size line sets let's get it uh yeah personally i would probably use it on new installs change outs if you're somebody that does a lot of them um that's going to be really cool and that's mostly what i've seen on instagram it's the guys that are just installers and they're banging them out you know they're putting in a whole bunch of uh condensers evaporators just setting them in pressing them in and then getting to the next one so i see where that's helpful and then like me i do service but we do change outs so it'll help me when i have to do that or when i'm in a weird attic space like i do commercial uh restaurant type of work so i got to get in the ceiling tiles sometimes above a walk-in and the spaces are, are kind of weird sometimes i use them for storage I've moved ceiling tiles and I try to crawl up there and there's a whole bunch of crap that they put up there. So if I can get in and out quicker without having to, to take up my oxyacetylene, which is a big reason why I switched to a turbo torch, is that I can kind of carry, carry that a little easier and it's not as heavy and all that. But if I can go up there with a fitting, you know, the, the little uh, kit that they give you, like a fitting that I know what I need. Um, a tubing cutter and then the press tool and then whatever I need to prep it with. If I can take that and just go up there and kind of press it real quick and then come back down, I would love that. So uh, recently I just haven't had any repairs that I can use it on. Also, I think it would be neat on filter dryers. Um, you know, different little things that you just don't want to take a whole torch kit on the roof because I have to get on the roof. Um, and a lot of these are high roofs. So I don't want to take it up there. I have some weird one that I have to get up to two different stories to get on the roof. So if I don't have to drag that, that's easier. And I, um, I have packouts like the Milwaukee ones. So I kind of put my um, 
RLS press tool and everything I need and all the fittings into one pack out that I can easily like carry around. So that's just how I'm going to do it. Uh, Pat, I toured the RLS facility. It's cool seeing them make all the fittings. That's really cool. I'm actually like super into that kind of stuff. Um, kind of a like a nerd. So uh, I actually used to like watching a lot of that those TV shows that where they show you how they make things. I don't know if it was like on Discovery or you know one of those like history type channels. And they would do that. They would go to the manufacturer and show you how like candies made or different kind of foods or different uh, tools or equipment. And I think that's cool. So that's kind of cool. Um, that you got to tour their uh, facility. Uh, I did see them at AHR, but um, I would love to tour their facility. Uh, let's see. Jaw Mankato. Uh, the temps are dropping in the Northland. Uh, where are you from exactly, man? Um, I can imagine. Uh, we're not we're not there yet. Uh, Parker Johnson Sporlin Zoomlock the same. Yes, Zoomlock Max is just their line of press stuff and push fittings. It's basically their line of like uh, braceless stuff because they do a lot of a lot of stuff, and I think it's kind of cool that the. Basically, if you buy like their dryers or anything, because like my Johnstone carries Parker Sporlin now uh, exclusively. So if they have, you know, the they're not carrying them yet, the press fittings, because nobody nobody wants to buy them around here, to be honest. Um, I'm the only one that bought the push fittings from them because they have a whole wall of the push fittings, which I think is kind of weird. Uh, but I'm the only one that's bought supposedly because they're like everybody always asks because it's right there on display but nobody ever wants to buy it so i'm crazy enough to you know to try new things so i went out and bought a handful and i tried them out found out what i could and couldn't use them on and they don't have their uh their press couplings so like uh i wasn't able to well i don't have the tool either but yeah, I don't have their press couplings. Um, but since they have like, I can order stuff. So they have their dryers that are specifically made with longer stubs. Um, they do, I think they do expansion valves, uh, solenoid valves. They do all these other stuff that if you want them without the the swaged ends, you can get them like that. So if I ever want to order that stuff and kind of just have it on hand, and I think somebody had mentioned this I don't know where I saw it, if it was Instagram or YouTube. Somebody had mentioned, like, yeah, if you buy them, or I think it was Chris from HVACR Videos uh, at AHR, because he was like, yeah, if you buy them that are the ones that are made for the press fittings, all they are are just they're not swaged. So you could carry them. If you want to press them, you can press them. If not, just go ahead go ahead with that, with that, uh, whatever press, I mean, uh, swaging tool you have and just make the ends swage then you can braise it if you want so i kind of like that idea i might try and do that order some um just to have on the van for now i did order a lot of rls uh couplings and uh the flare fittings 
So I have those on me. Uh, Zoomlock original. Oh yeah, that's the thing. So if you have a Zoomlock, the original, that was originally RLS, and it was soft copper. And then basically the guys at RLS, I think they had a whole legal issue or something. I don't know. They had a, they had to split. So basically, uh, after they split, Sporlin had to come up with a different design a different um, everything and then they have a new tool and everything so the zoom lock max is gonna be the hard copper one Tracy Walker what's up oh Pat I should get you online soon uh, whatever I'm down um, I don't mind um, being on the the show or anything I, I've seen a few of yours and I like the way uh, the, the way they turn out Where am I at? Uh, LED Handyman, following uh, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles now. Uh, yeah, so uh, Pat, <clears throat> Pat from uh, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles does uh, cold and hot side, which is something I want to do. Uh, my dad's the one that does the hot side. So he does all the fryers, um, steamers, ovens, all that stuff. I only stick to the refrigeration side. Even though when I started, I was doing his work because we weren't an HVAC company at the time. So, but I was mostly like a parts changer. I went in there and changed uh, thermal piles, pilots, you know, all that stuff. Following uh, HVAC boss, HVAC boss. Um, I don't know if he's still in here. If you guys uh, want anybody on this live stream, not well, not this one specifically, but in the future, if you guys ever want some uh, people on here, let me know who you would like to see on here. Maybe I'll have some guys that are kind of newer. Um, I'm not that big myself, so honestly, I can't have anybody like crazy big but if there's any channels you want to see uh, maybe I can ask him to be on here um, HVAC boss had volunteered himself so I will hold him uh, to that and I'll probably have him on here soon if he if he's still cool with it what's up Steve uh, Paul is an amazing guy yeah he's really cool like I, I got to talk to him on the phone um, we've had interactions on Instagram he's he's a cool dude Tomas Jimenez, what's up? If anybody is in the Indianapolis area and you want Pat to demo it, he will gladly bring it out. Uh, you do... Um, he's been ignoring me. Uh, don't you do like uh, classes too? You, don't, you train and stuff? So, yeah, guys, if you're uh, near him, he uh, he does all that training stuff. I don't know if I could do anything like that. Um, 
I don't consider myself like a teacher or anything. Eddie, good stream. Thanks, man. As long as you guys are in here chatting it up with me, I'll keep doing them. I appreciate everybody who's here. Again, there is a podcast that this gets ripped to. I try to do it the next day. So if you guys are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, all the other platforms, I just recently got everything uploaded. Uh, you can listen there. If you can't stay uh, for the stream, the whole video, if you can't watch it later, it's on there if you want to listen to it. A confined space is always good. Uh, excuse to press. Yeah. I'm sure there's been plenty of you that have had the whole issue of being in a tight spot. Can't get the flame where you want it to. You can't get a... I, I, I used to have a lot of issues with getting like the little bit of the back of a joint. Um, granted, I don't have any special tips. I just have a, a number zero and a number two regular tip. So... Um, Oh, okay. So, yeah, the uh, there's been times, like, if you're in a weird spot, it's kind of hard, harder to braise. And all that time saved that you could that you could have by just being able to go in and press, even though the tool itself can be kind of big, you, if you have it, you kind of just assess the situation, make your decision on if you want to braise or press. And, you know, options are always good. I run into uh, issues with burn permits. I brave stubs onto the compressor and dryers prior to going and then cut out the old stuff and pressing on you. That's what I did with the press fittings. I mean the push fittings. So basically, and I kind of figured that out after the fact of how I wanted to do it because I've never done it before. So it's, it was a reach-in cooler. I could, I could cut the lines and just take out the whole condenser. So when I have the condenser with me, whether I do it outside or take it to the, to the shop, I can replace what I need to replace, right? Put in a dryer, put in a compressor, whatever. Then you're going to have your uh, liquid line and suction line that are open. Put it back in. You can press those or push those in um, with those fittings and then be done with it. Uh, unfortunately, no filming or pictures on the floor where they make them. Yeah, that's that's kind of how they, those things go. Um, even at what was weird to me was the whole AHR issue. And I know Ryan had the same issue because I saw his video. They don't let you film, which I thought was weird at AHR. So... Uh, So yeah, there's just people that don't like filming. I can imagine them because, you know, they don't want people to um, to kind of take their stuff and make their own. But that just rem reminded me of that uh, whole situation. I was trying to, I think it was Carrier that started that with me because I was trying to film some of their uh, equipment that they had out because they had some cool equipment. And then some lady was like, whoa, you can't... Uh, you can't film. And then I saw Ryan had issues with some of the some of the guys that do the HVAC tools. And I was like, but I guess you need a press pass 
because I did see Ty just stopping at every booth and doing uh, interviews and all that, filming uh, their equipment and stuff. So I think you need a press pass for that. Oh, yeah, Uniworld. Yeah, which, like I said, Ty did a video with Uniworld, and they were cool with him. Uh, where are we? Mike, you love him. Uh, which one, the RLS or? Yeah, if you guys have used any of these, let me know. Because uh, I did a poll on my Instagram and a lot of people are just scared to use it. They've never used it before. Uh, my dad was actually the one. He doesn't even do HVAC. He's like, oh, that looks really cool. You should get it and this and that. So we were on the verge of buying one. And I was leaning towards Sporlin because, like, they carry that at Johnstone. And I was trying to, like, like I said, they were reaching out to me a lot. So, um, also, if uh, you guys are, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be on their YouTube or something. But if you guys are at AHR, I'm going to be on the, they asked me to be on the Parker Sporlin uh, booth. So, I'm going to talk to them. They said we're going to do a little, like, 30-minute podcast uh, there so that's kind of cool of them um and they're hitting me up they're gonna do uh you know i think chris chris is gonna be on there um some other guys that they mentioned they're all big youtubers so kind of happy that i get to be on the on the booth with all those guys so we'll see i think it's gonna be individual though so i got my 30 minutes and then those guys are gonna be scheduled too so at HR, I'm going to try and be there and uh, I'll be at the Parker Sporling booth for a while. Oh, the push on fittings. Yeah, guy, the guys, like I was talking to, to one of the guys at, at the Johnstone uh, Supply House. So, you know, here, I know most of them. I talk to them every now and then. I'll, if it's towards the end of the day or whatever, I'll pick it up parts um, and it's Probably for like another, for the next day or whatever, I'll sit around for a few minutes, uh, chat with them. And uh, we're talking about the press fittings. He's like, man, just nobody buys them. Everybody asks. You're the only one that's bought it. Uh, everybody's just scared and this and that. So, um, so yeah, uh, like I said, I did, I did a poll and a lot of guys are just scared to try uh, but the push fittings like I said I burnt up one because I put it on the discharge line I put it a little too close uh, to the compressor and I thought my temperature was okay I thought it was under but then it overheated because of a clogged or a plugged up condenser and it melted Yeah, guys, don't forget to drop a like. Appreciate it. Uh, where am I at? Uh, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Please get reliable on a video with you. Yeah, he's he's mentioned it before. We'll do that um, whenever he has time. And uh, if I can figure it out, I might have people on here too. If you guys recommend anybody to come on. I know HVAC Boss volunteered himself. 
he probably pieced out already, but, um, yeah, we can have people on here too if you guys want to see. I'm thinking maybe some of the lower, uh, the ones, the guys that are like new to the YouTube, I can have them on here. Um, there's a bunch that I just subscribed to, and they, they all do good stuff. I re I really like the variety that we have now on YouTube. It's a good uh, community, and it's growing. So yeah, you're talking about the push on fittings. Uh, quality HVAC. Teaching is hard, yeah. Um, back when it was just me running the HVAC side, I used to get so frust frustrated with a couple of the guys from the hot side because they technically knew their basics in refrigeration, but when I had to tell them something, they didn't know what I was talking about. They didn't know, like, superheat, um, deltas, they... They didn't know any any of that technical stuff. So I had to kind of train them a little bit and try and teach them some of the lingo, some of the things to look for and this and that. And it was kind of frustrating. So once my brother came on, because he had finished the same program I did, I was just like so relieved that I could talk to somebody and they understood me. So yeah, I don't know if I could do the whole training thing, especially with somebody who doesn't at least know the basics, you know, or somebody that's learned... Because these were older guys, like they learned from somebody and it might not be the right way or, you know, they might have the bad habits and stuff. So, Huseman, number two and a rosebud tip. Yeah, I haven't gotten a rosebud tip yet. Um, I, I basically, I think I use my number two for everything. And some guys call me out on it. I'm like, it's just easier for me. Um, if I really need to work on something small, it's going to be a number zero. I have that as a backup. Uh, that flying Ryan. What's up, dude? Yeah, AHR is what I was trying to say. I went last this year. Yeah, it was earlier this year. Um... And it was really cool. Uh, I took my brother with me. He was like super fascinated with everything. I kind of saw everything on Instagram already. Um, as far as like who was there and, you know, the stuff that they kind of bring out, they show off. But it was a really cool experience. Um, I was kind of debating it to go back. But if they're starting to ask me to, to do things like that, I'll, I'll stop out. I'll stop by, um, show out for a little bit. Meet up with some of the HVAC guys because that's you know, where everybody kind of comes together from all parts of everywhere. Uh, January, I'll be switching to Milwaukee. RLS Press Fit. Uh, what are you rocking right now? I would love Milwaukee, but I ended up getting the, uh, the one that you get with, with RLS, the one that's branded by them. Um, Clouky or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it, but that's the one I have.
Huseman, I have no more interest in making videos. What what are you talking about, dude? Um Are we not getting any more HVAC videos or no more <laughs> with uh Uniweld or whoever that was? Come on, Ryan. Uh what happened to flare fittings? I honestly I don't even see them anymore. Or where I'm at. It's just like a, basically like a, what do you call it? A mini split thing now. I don't see them for anything else. What I do want to do with flare fittings is use them for like what Chris does on his channel uh, for the dryers. I think that's a really smart way to use them because then you can change out, uh, because then you can change out the uh, dryer as needed without brazing. Uh, why use push fittings when you can flare? I mean, that's true. Somebody did mention that to me. I don't know if it was you, but that's another option to do. Um, it really just depends on the application and what you see in front of you. So, yeah, I thought somebody, like I said, somebody mentioned that to me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's another route to go. Um, and as long as you do the flare right, you're good. I don't have a good flare tool right now. I think push fittings are just kind of one of those things you just cut and you, you don't need a tool or anything. You just got to deburr it and, uh, prep it with a flare. You need the tool. I have the old, well, I had a yellow jacket, the hand one, the hand block. And, um, I lost it. I ended up, we had another one, like a backup. I don't remember the brand. I think it's a uh... man. I can't remember reefer tech or something like that. It's a green box. So I don't have at the moment a good flaring tool um, to knock them out. And I hate using the flaring block to be honest, but yeah, that's a good option too. Uh, the push fittings, they're going to be my emergency uh, use situation. Uh, trust me, don't use the push fitting because of the different temperature expand and contract. Yeah, at the moment I put it in a reach in and it's been over six months and it's not leaking. So I'm going to give it some more time, maybe a year and I'll go back and kind of, uh, leak test it. You really just have to be careful where you put it. So, like I said, the first time I made the mistake and I put it way too close to a compressor, it cannot go anywhere on a discharge. It cannot go anywhere near the condenser. It has to be, really be on the lines going, like, back to the evaporator. That's really the only place you can use them. So, they really aren't the best for every situation. Bring in quality HVAC and blue collar biceps. I don't know if Zach will come on a come by on a little channel like mine, but maybe he probably doesn't even know who I am, dude. Uh, where am I? Uh, all Milwaukee power tool, and I just need the set of torches 
all Milwaukee power tool, but and just set torches. Uh, but the three thirty five hundred for the tool and press clamps is a pretty penny. Got to get a big job to make it worth it. Yeah, and that was my whole situation because like Parker Sporling came down and like demoed it for us, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. They were kind of pushing, but I know I know they're salesmen. They're kind of pushing it. I'm like, I don't know if I need it. I was like, I have a couple of jobs that I want to use it on. But at the moment, I'm not willing to shell out. I think it, it comes out to more. Because, yeah, just the tool. It, it goes up to, like, it, you can spend a good six or 7000 I think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember what the price is right now. But... To get the whole set, get all the the jaws that you need, and then to get couplings. The couplings are not that bad, but like when you're starting out, you gotta add everything together. So yeah, they kept asking me and I'm like, I don't know, like I'm not gonna purchase it right now and this and that. And uh RLS came by, asked me if I wanted to try theirs out, so we're gonna try theirs. Um honestly I do like that that RLS uses soft copper, so we're gonna we're gonna see how that works. Cause ZoomLock is a what do you call it? A six point press, so it's a hexagon, not a perfect circle. Hard copper, you know. Nonetheless, it crimps, but it's not gonna be like soft copper on soft copper where it's like. You can't even tell where they join. Uh, flares leak if not torqued downright. And no one's got a torque wrench. <laughs> uh, well, I got the, the Helmer one, not going to lie. Yeah, um, that's why... Well, like I said, you got to have the right tools for either... Well. Push fittings are just the fittings. You don't need anything else. You just have to prep it. Um, so you do have to buy the prep kit. But it's just basically just a depth gauge a marker and a abrasive cloth. So that's the benefit, I guess, of the, the push fittings is that it's, it's just the fitting. You, have to, you don't have to get another tool for it or anything now with a flare that's something i forgot about it you do need a torque wrench now you can torque it yourself which i've done in the past before and i've had uh no issues but technically you need a torque wrench and you need the tool to make the flare and you got to remember not to forget to put the nut before you put the or make your flare so i mean there's every everybody has their own their own way or opinion. Ryan, uh, flying Ryan. I'm all field piece, Milwaukee and Klein. Can't argue with that. Um, oh yeah. Tomorrow check out, please go check out my video. I got a field piece, uh, sponsored video tomorrow. We're going to be looking at the new refrigerant scale. I don't know if you guys have, a. I don't know if you, if you guys have seen, they came out with a new scale, 
updated design. It's not something you want to go trade in your old scale for, but it's a good um, it's a good little upgrade. So I'm gonna have a video on that tomorrow. Check out that. I might do a premiere thing where I can kind of drop in and chat with you guys. Um, so yeah, I'm Phil Peace all the way too, and I'm super happy that they sponsored some of the videos and go check that out uh, what's the best way because I want to do my best work always and I have a flare tool that I never used yet because I've not had the chance yet well a flare has its um, Okay, yeah, the flare has its its uses, and I saw that you said you're gonna test it on a filter dryer, which I think is is a good practice for that. You, like I said, that's what I want to do. I want to start buying the flare, the flare uh, style dryers. That way, if you ever have to change it out, you don't have to braise it, and. Um, you know, you put it in, flare it out, it's easy. Now, press is going to be when you're in a tight spot or you're doing a lot of installs, you know, things like that, to where you just want to be in and out, don't carry, you don't want to carry a oxyacetylene setup, but you have to make do with the cost because it's not cheap. Don't mess with R290 that with that your customer life is important. Uh, R290, I'm I'm pretty sure that they are uh, very strict on how you do things as far as repairs. Um, I don't even think you can leave service ports on there. So R290 is a whole different story. Um, I wouldn't use. Anything that was an OEM on that, they want you to use OEM, like dryers. Uh, you got to make sure you have that red cap on there to, even though the whole the whole thing is usually marked flammable, R290, all that. But yeah, they, I don't even think they want service ports on there. And that's a whole liability because it's basically propane and you don't want if you you definitely don't want any leaks on that even though I work in kitchens I think a lot of their gas lines leak all the time but you don't want that liability or anything having to do with it catching fire or whatever uh, the Navac auto tool I got is like 400 worth every penny makes flares like factory uh, that's probably the one that I would go with I have the Navac hydraulic swager and the flare block sucks I don't do them enough to to buy one yet so that's the one that I would get and I, I just saw that they released an elect uh, a battery powered Swager too, and that's I would love to get that one. I think 
I talked to Andrew or AKHVAC, if you guys remember him. He basically works for NAVAC now. I, I talked to him at the AHR. Uh, he was demoing some of the stuff. I didn't get to see it because Ty Brenneman was taking up the booth with his uh, interview, but uh, basically just gave me an overview and you can use the heads, but I think you need an, an adapter. So like, since I have the hydraulic one, I can just buy the, the battery powered tool and I think I need an adapter and I can use that since I already have the heads and stuff, but uh, we'll see. They make it. Navag makes it super simple to do all that stuff. Uh, your trainer. Oh, I think you mentioned that to me. You got a somebody that's training you, um, handyman. If your flare fading is leaking, you're not doing it right. Basically, you got to be pretty good at that. I did do it in my HVAC school. And I, they taught us pretty well. I didn't have any issues making them. Uh, I am like a nervous wreck when I'm making them. But I used to be like that with, with my swages too. Like I hated... Well, at least on the block, trying to make sure that I had the right depth and everything. And sometimes it would crack. There's a whole bunch of things. But like with anything, you got to make sure you're doing it right. Oh, Mario's in the house. Anybody know normal pressures for a four, no, an R744 CO2 refrigerator? I think somebody mentioned CO2 to me in the, one of the last streams, and he knows. I probably he probably knows that I don't work on CO2, but uh, where am I? You have to calibrate it, yeah. Mario, concentrate on your saturation temperatures and not pressure and use rule of thumb. Basically, that's the same thing I told guys that call me. I'm like, don't give me the, the pressure. I need to know the temperatures. It looks like I rock more sealed systems than most people. Uh, good stream, man. Gotta go. See you later, Ryan. Uh, do you recover R290? Uh, you're not supposed to. Or you don't have to. Uh, not good for the lungs. Just don't do it in the building. Take it outside and then purge it, basically. Nothing is good for the lungs. 
You know what's not good for the lungs? I used, I don't I haven't had the issue anymore. I think I had it more with with smaller systems that I used to work on. Is the damn uh, phosgene gas when that thing hits you? And I was like, man, I've like inhaled so much of that stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> nothing has happened. I tested an R290 refrigerator with regular propane, and it worked. I think that's that's really what it is. I didn't see CO2 in that comment. Damn, we've been on here an hour. Finally got through the chat. Let me try something real quick. So yeah, like I said, I did go to, uh, or they came down, the Zoomlock people. So they let me take, I, I, I made the press, they let me take the sample. Basically what I want to do is cut down and have the inside visible so we can take a look at that. And uh, basically, like I don't know if you guys are going to be able to tell in the video, there are some O-rings in there. So it makes a press and it's going to be like a six point, like I said. Six point press, so it's not a perfect circle. And it's making a hexagon. It does look as tight as it can be. And then right here you're gonna have the O-rings, one on each side. I do have a contraption that I made that I wanna put everything together and then pressure test it. I do want to do a video on that we'll see if either one gives out first so I don't know if I have room here So here we have the RLS, like I said, I don't know how to say that, Klauki tool. So shout out to Paul. Let me see if I can, hold on. Handyman, I learned so much from you guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's why you need to recover good. I know, man, but then, like, sometimes you're in a spot and you got to do things. Um, also, what gets me is, like, sometimes there's trapped gas in the line. It could be in the dryer. I've had those, too, like, where it's, like, 
it backs up and then you put a torch to it, bam, all that gas hits you. Hopefully the Instagram people can hear me, see me. I have a crappy phone over here. Uh, trust me, I trust me, don't take care of you. Trust me, take care of your air. Customers, customers always want new stuff. Hey, why don't you tell the owner just to buy a new one? Because I'm here to fix it. So we have the Klauki RLS Press. Shit. Takes a Makita battery. So we got this. All you need is a depth gauge. Then you have a crimp gauge. These are the flare fittings I was talking about. So they have cool uh, accessories. It's not just couplings that have the press side to them. You can press them. Um, and I know you can make a flare whenever you want. But let's say you cut out a dryer or something and you, you don't have enough slack. Well, you'll get the slack back if you just put a piece like this and then you can put a dryer dryer in and you know not have that issue and these are the yeah because I showed the zoom lock these are the RLS fittings got an o-ring on each side these flare out that's one of the things that, that zoom lock tried to tell me is that this will damage your uh, your line cover, your insulation. And I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, you know, there's pros and cons with each one. Where did I leave it? So I do have the demo piece from the zoom lock. And then I'm going to try out the RLS right now. But one is a hex crimp and one is a round copper to copper soft copper to soft copper crimp and uh, you know you make your own decision so super easy to use push it in pops out Half inch right here, put it in, kind of locks in place by itself. And then you push that back in and that's the tool. So this versus a oxyacetylene, I mean this is super light. So all you're going to do is take one of these, if you already know what you're going to do, and take a coupling or two. They got elbows, they got everything. So, can use a deburring tool like this. 
so we're dealing here with half inch. Uh, let's see. So like I said, I made these contraptions because I'm going to do some pressure testing on both. And I want to see if either one gives out first. Um, I also want to test how good these push fittings are. So I'm going to put them all lined up together. Put a, just fill it up with nitrogen and see what it does. So I kind of pre-prep these. All you gotta do is sand it down. Make sure you deburr it. And then the depth gauge. Mark it. So basically it goes through the O-ring and then like I said, you're gonna mark it so you know how far in to go. Throw it on there, it's super simple and hold it down. And then you're done, I mean that's, that's super simple. Crimps down and it marks it too. So you're gonna see a little RLS mark on there. And like I said, I'm gonna put a, a few of these together. I'm gonna to crimp the other side. And then we have a port on this side and then I can pressure test it. I kinda of wanna compare it to the, well, I'm gonna do it this way. Put them together and then make a, Basically, them, have them back to back and see if any, any of them give out and then uh, cut them open. So shout out to Paul for hooking it up. I laugh when I see that on water heaters. Uh, would that work on aluminum to copper? They, somebody tried it and it worked. I didn't know it was a thing, but I think one of the guys, it might have been Paul, uh, shared it, so I think it's okay. I haven't talked to him about it, but somebody did do a aluminum to copper, I believe, because it just presses down and kind of, as long as it's soft metals, it's just joining them and making a bond. No, stay away. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I need to ask him. Uh, aluminum itself is just hard to work with. Especially when you don't have the... Like, I don't know. I, I saw somebody do 
a test and they were using a like a soda can and i think they just reversed like they have it upside down and they were like using that as pr a practice to melt a rod onto it and make a a smooth like uh laying down some solder like i guess flat on it and seeing how much temp you need uh how much of the flame you need so i might try that because like i don't have micro channels that i can just kind of practice on like at the shop or anything but we're seeing a lot of micro channels now we have uh micro channels in evaporators now i thought that was kind of weird i saw a believe it was a train unit yeah it was one that we put in so i think the customer bought it so they buy all the newest stuff like here uh, our supply houses still have us like a back stock of different things so i hadn't seen that yet so we did a um a train change out and i looked inside and i was like whoa it's just a big radiator it's a aluminum uh coil so you're going to see them in the evaporator as well as a condenser to a point is I, like i don't even know if we're going to have copper anymore to be honest uh handyman i start school at riverside community college in january awesome man that's the route that i took so i went to college it was basically a community college as well it's a small college they kind of turned into a they dropped the community from the name so now they're a legit college but i did the same thing if they have a good program you'll do a lot of hands-on as well as the uh, book side you know the theory all that so hopefully they get you hands-on hopefully they have some stuff for you to to work on in the in the program uh there is special solder for aluminum to copper yeah so it's good to get like the like i i use solder welds so it's good to get like the kit that way you have all the different uh rods that you need so like aluminum repair has has its own um solder then you have, you know, your 56%, you have your, your Silphos, your different, different rods are for different, um, joints. So copper to copper is its own thing. Dissimilar metals are another thing. Aluminum repairs are another thing. So you got to have the right, um, tools for everything. Handyman, you're 53. It's never too old to, to get into the trade. Um, I think it's a great trade to be in. You're always going to have work. And uh, whether you learn it young or old, like, you know, who cares? Uh, M. Don Firecrys. I watch your videos. They help me out a lot. 
Appreciate it, bud. If I can help, I... Well, if my daily vlogs or anything like that, I don't consider them training videos or anything, but if they help you out, I think that's great. So thanks. That's a big reason that I keep doing it is all the messages I get saying that it's helped them out and some people watch it at work as they, as for training videos or something, but um, it's basically just me being out there, finding things that I see and I think that are interesting and I'm just doing my work, thinking out loud. So, yeah. I uh, need to break the racial wealth gap. Get in the trade, own a company, work your way up. Uh, you will learn more with these guys on YouTube. Well, you'll learn more with, like, the bigger channels. So, HVAC School, um, AC Service Guy, or AC Service Tech, HVACR Videos with Chris. Um, quality HVAC is pretty good because he does, like, the one-man show thing. Uh, Ty Brenneman is one of my favorites as far as, like, he is like a really good instructor and he makes it kind of fun. So that's one that I would watch out or look out for. Uh, Mario, I'm learning all three ways currently. Work smart, not hard. Go to the gym. For the muscle guys, they like lifting. Well, you got to be strong to be lifting all these uh, units and stuff Jonathan what's up okay I think we're at an hour and a half uh, so yeah if you guys have any questions on the press fittings let me know if you guys have experience with them also let me know um, it's a very mixed bag because I know a lot of people are like brazing is the, the only way. And I do prefer brazing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just I can see where this is uh, helpful and convenient. So I put mine, like I said, I have it in a pack out. I have it in the uh, van already and it's there when I need it. I'm trying to get a change out scheduled. Hopefully that gets uh, scheduled soon. And I can kind of show it off there. And if I have any issues, I mean, it's on me. So. You don't need uh, strength with leverage. Yeah, I finally got a whole bunch of things that kind of help me with that you got your compressor I don't even know what they call it the little lift for the compressors gives you good leverage um, I got a bunch of dollies now so like if I don't have to lift whatever makes my job easier right I think Nietzschevic HVAC know-it-all was doing some testing last time I remember. Um, 
Yeah, he's always doing those those tests, which is kind of cool. He doesn't do like service videos, but he does a lot of tests, um, new products, stuff like that. So, so I'm pretty sure he has a a video on press fittings. I don't know which one exactly. Um, more than likely, the RLS. I need to go uh, check it out. Check out his channel. See what he has. All right, guys. I think we're getting to an hour and a half, so might end it uh, soon. Uh, let me get back. Uh, LED man was in the Navy. Um, thank you for your service. Uh, 275 bench. Uh, I don't know what he was talking about. He's... I can't lift anywhere near that. Alright guys, so yeah. Um, appreciate all of you that are still here. Love the turnout. Um, appreciate everybody who's subscribed. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Drop a like. Help out the channel. Uh, tomorrow I do have a video for Field Peace coming out. It's uh, going to be on their new refrigerant scale the sr 47 i believe um so you guys have been interested in that one or you want to see it in action i'm gonna have it up tomorrow if i can i'll hang out and chat because it'll be probably in the evening and then i do have an elitech leak detector video video to finish um, I do need to draw, I'll do it after the live, uh, not yet, Jonathan, I'll, I'll draw the winners in a bit, I don't have my, my iPad with me, yeah, I don't have it with me, um, I have everything written down there, so I'm gonna go back and draw the winner, I will reach out to the winner, uh, on YouTube, on my Instagram, I will also do a. I'm also doing a giveaway on the gas leak detector. I'll draw a winner and reach out to the guys over there. I will not be back if you don't have the rooster next time. So Richie wants a live that's outside. <laughs> um, so I'll draw those two winners here. Uh, still waiting to hear back from the guys from the boots. And then I have another video coming out with another giveaway. So if you guys are enjoying the channel, enjoying the giveaways, like I said, drop a like. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, consider being a channel member. It starts at $1.99, $1.99. We have uh, four or five currently. And when I do these giveaways, I have to ship out the stuff myself. 
So a lot of that money just goes to being able to cover costs and fees for different things. Um, live streaming. I'm on the free version right now. Um, I will, I plan on, if I keep doing this, upgrading to a pro version. So like I said, uh, watch the videos. Watch an ad or two. Uh, watch an ad or two, drop a like, do anything you can to help the channel out. Become a channel member if you uh, please, uh, so please to. And I try to put everything back into the channel. So covering shipping costs, we're going to do more giveaways. I do want to give away some shirts and hoodies, different things for the, the season coming up. And uh, I think that's it, guys. So... Appreciate you guys. If you guys want to listen to this later, it's on a podcast. Remember to check out the podcast and I'll see you guys.